Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Welcome, everybody. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and this is Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we're talking about The Woman King. The Europeans wish to conquer us. They will not stop until the whole of Africa is theirs. We must fight back. We fear no one. And we fear no pain. The Woman King is the new film from Gina Prince-Bythewood, who had directed Love and Basketball in the Old Guard. And the film is about a unit of all-female warriors called the Agoji, who protected the African kingdom of Dahomey in the 1800s. Uh, the story has the Agoji training the next generation of warriors and, uh, and fighting with the Portuguese and other African nations to eliminate the slave trade in their kingdom. Whoo! So I wrote all that down, so I made sure I remember it. And then <laughs> to talk with me this week, and this is very exciting, is my new permanent co-host. The search is over. I'd like to introduce you to Miss Dory Zori. I'd like to thank my mom yeah. and my agent and all the little people. Oh, I'm sorry the music is playing. Oh, oh you're gonna have to wrap this up. <laughs> So happy to be your permanent co-host on Cinnabuzz. I know. This is so exciting. First, I want to say everyone who joined me over these past weeks was so much fun. We had a great time. Um, And so I appreciate everybody uh, popping in. And But yeah, Dory's going to be hanging out with us for the rest of our lives. Forever and ever. And boy, oh boy, Christopher Pollard, what a wonderful official first movie as a permanent co-host. Yeah. You had suggested some. I'm like, you had me at the woman king. Yeah, yeah, I just exactly. I went to see it at the Avalon by myself during oh, Bayview Bash. Yeah. I was one of five in the theater, and I loved it. Yeah, loved it. Did All you? the feels. Yeah, I had the same experience. Well, not the same. I was somewhere else, but I sat down, and the moment it started, I thought, oh, this is the kind of movie I feel like I haven't seen in the theater in a long time didn't realize how much I wanted this particular film in a theater to see. It's like that gladiator uh, uh, Braveheart vibe mm-hmm. where it's this historic battle yeah, period. But, you know, it's just really, really big sweeping scenes and fighting and honor. So I really was excited about it. And then throw in the all female tribe yes. made me it. Oh, representation is so important and there hasn't been a lot of movies where there's been women on screen, um, warrior women like that. Right. I had a moment during the first wonder woman movie where I just was bawling suddenly (laughs) in my seat. And I did that from just about that beginning scene. I don't want to give anything away, but where the women just kind of all rise up out of the tall grass. Oh yeah. Woo. Chilling. Chilling. No kidding. Christopher, the exciting part to me was this is based on real women, yeah, real absolutely. humans. There were a lot of moments where I was just squealing because Viola Davis transforming yeah. into a warrior. I mean, she's played so many great parts throughout her career. Yeah. In fact, before the film played at the Avalon, they had like a countdown of the best Viola Davis movies. <gasps> oh, that's So great. I was already kind of in my feels <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah. But just to see her transformed into um, such a powerful leader like this yeah. was such a treat. We are the homie! Yeah. 
We're going to talk more about this film and we're going to get really into Viola Davis and all the good things that she brings. Uh, And we're going to talk about more films like this, which I think will be really nice right after the break. Stick around. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. All right, we're back. We're back. And we're talking about The Woman King. Oh my gosh. This was the first time a major major motion picture in the U.S. tells the story of the Agoji tribe, which was really, really special. I mean, I love historical stuff. This movie inspired me to want to find some books about this tribe and learn more about the women that um, fought to protect their tribe. And there are, I was looking, there's definitely, there's references to them here and there. This, like you said, this is the first full movie about them, but there's references here, there. There's definitely books about them because I was all over the Wikipedia page, like a good researcher. (laughs) Wikipedia is the only stop. No, Uh, (laughs) but there's some, there is some really good stuff out there. Found out that the, um, the female warriors in Black Panther movies were partially based on this unit, which, like I said in the in the intro, lasted three centuries. This wasn't just a one-off kind of a novelty. This was something that worked and lasted. One of the cool things about the movie, Christopher, when they walked in like the walls of where the king is, on the outside there were the young next generation of Agoji yeah. training. But then when you walked in the inner walls, there was a quote. I wish I would have written it down. I brought my little notebook, but I was so enthralled in yeah. the movie, I took zero notes because <laughs> yeah. I was just feeling everything. But there was a quote when they walked in and... Um, there was a there was a quote basically saying, "No, this is really what happens here." And oh, it's yeah, all yeah. the super powerful women yeah. uh, just kind of running things yeah. behind the, the walls of the kingdom. Well, let's go back to the beginning because we we talked about the what it's about and the truth, but our our experience going in. So, like I said, I went in and I immediately realized, "Oh, this is that historic." period drama with, you know, you've got elite squad, there's going to be battles, there's going to be emotions. The thing about those movies that make them great, the ones that people remember are the ones where you also are invested in the people. It's not just great fighting, which this movie has. Unbelievable fight scenes. Oh my gosh. The choreography in this movie. I was like, I, there were not a bunch of people in the theater when I saw it. I saw it like a, a early show, but I was very aware of my physical reactions. Yes, because I knew there were people in there, but my impulse was to go, "Oh yeah!" Like I was like, I was really like, I did that expressing, my, and my face was like, "Oh!" I was like clinching up because <laughs> it was so impressive. But yeah, I, I had a lot tried of to squeeze. keep myself quiet. <laughs> I, you know, I get that it's a movie theater when there's a bunch of people you want to keep yourself quiet, but this isn't a movie that, that been, you should. No, that would have been totally appropriate. Mm-hmm. That was all on me. But yeah, that kind of stuff. But the characters also, because there's a long period where the fighting subsides, and you see the training and you see the st- backstories happen. And there was a moment at which I was like, this is great. I wish that I, I would love to see some more action. As soon as I had that thought, they had some. And then they, <laughs> then they, they, the pacing went right into this finale which is really long which is 
the last third of the film, which does, it's just like, this was perfectly paced and, and set up. So I agree. It clocks yeah. in at two hours and 15 minutes and there was never a point where I was looking at my watch, wondering how much time left I no. was into it all. And I agree with you. Like they had a, they did a great job showing the humanity of all the characters in between the fighting scenes. There was humor, yeah. there was tenderness, there was um, bonding and mentorship. And oh, then just yeah. how they set up the city itself. Um, yeah. Dahomey. Yeah. It just looked like a beautiful, thriving 19th century African town like anyone I would love to have lived in. Yeah. And we were talking about representation earlier and we we're talking about comparing it to like Braveheart and, and Gladiator, but it's not Europe. That's the coolest thing about yes. this is a complete, this is that kind of film in general, but it's not only, it's not set in Europe like all these are. It's not ancient Rome. It's not It's not Scotland ancient. It is Africa, which you don't see that much. You don't see it that much in historical dramas, and you don't see it with a, a almost completely female cast. I mean, the, the leads are all female. It is the, the these powerful warrior, female warriors. You don't see that represented at the same time. So it was completely unique experience while still hearkening to those kinds of films that you like, which is that's the best you can hope for these days is like, oh, something I love, but brand new at the same time. And I really think that anyone out there listening right now who hasn't seen it should go treat yourself if you can find it in a theater. Yeah. That is the best way to experience this movie larger than life yeah. on a screen in front of you. For sure. So what are some of your favorite bits? Oh, my gosh. You know, I <laughs> let's re- talk bits. I really loved the dancing scenes, yeah, the tribal too, dancing yeah. scenes, the celebration, the pre going into battle scenes were so moving. Yeah. you. It reminded me of like when you see in, in film or if you just see like like a documentary or something with the Maori warriors and those like really intense dances that are meant to like intimidate. Mm-hmm. It was a lot like that. I want to. There were so many great performances in this movie. Viola Davis. I mean it's almost pointless to start talking about it because she's always this good. Yeah. Well, I mean, what a flex though. I know. Yeah, exactly. She's, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know how old Viola Davis is and I don't care. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> she is uh, action packed. Like yeah. she, I think there was like some interview with her saying like, you know, I had to train and you know, my, my muscles aren't what they, you know, used to be when I was younger, but she was her action scenes were amazing. Wait, can I say one thing to yeah, that, Christopher? Please. I don't know how much green screen or computer generated stuff there was. It, do, it didn't really it look didn't like look there like was it. any. Yeah. If there was, well done. Yeah. But for you sure. can tell the action is all of them. Um, one of the standouts for me, and like I said, everyone in this movie did such a good job, but she's sort of like one of the one of the second in charge, Lashana Lynch. Mm. She plays the mentor to like sort of the main, the the main young girl who's like a prodigy and she's so charming Yes, and she's fierce. Like Mm -hmm. she's one of the badassest of the badasses. And, uh, but she's got this great relation mentor relationship with her. So she becomes very charming. And so you're so invested in what happens to her. She did such a great job. Yeah, I mean, really, we could name up every single cast member in here. But um, instead, I would love to know what our listeners who have seen this movie think. What were their favorite moments? For sure. Yeah. Check us out at Instagram, at Instagram or on Instagram, depending on how you want to say it. We're at Cinebuds Podcast. So please let us know. We'll be posting about this when it comes out. But did um, you have any moments where you like cried? Or got yeah. really teary. I I did tear up uh, for sure 
it's mostly, you know what I find? Like there's, I don't want to give anything away right. in this movie. So there's sad bits. There's, mm-hmm. there's exciting bits. The things that I get more excited about. And I discovered this when I started watching uh, the voice <laughs> <laughs> stick with me on this transition. Okay. Um, I don't like reality TV, but I do like competition shows sometimes. Mm. And when I see someone doing something really well, and then they get this like emotional support from another person. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that always makes me so excited. Mm-hmm. So when they're really supporting this young girl who's becoming super fierce and super good at what she's doing when they, they have that bond. And when I see that bond, bond challenged and then persevere and stuff, I get kind of like, Oh, you're doing so great. And I get a little choked up, but I definitely got chills throughout as well. Yeah. And it's same thing. It's it reminds me of when I watch things like the Olympics and a skater yeah. lands like their hardest trick or a gymnast. I just get so emotional and start crying. Cause you see people persevering and doing their very best and things yeah. they've worked their whole life yeah, towards, yeah. you know, their heart. I love radio, exactly but I don't know if I've ever, I'm trying to think of a moment where I've put that much into my career where there's moments where someone else would get choked up over my work. It's probably, well, it's probably different because of you, all the work you put into it is like, they don't see that part. They see the part where it's like, great, <laughs> <laughs> like it's great. But the, this is what is so Oof. different because you're just watching them run and jump and do all these things. Like you're not seeing you run and jump and do all the things, which you do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did actually as I went let you in the door today. Exactly. So would yeah. you would you suggest this is it's violent? Yes. But yeah. I want everyone who has a young family to bring no their kidding. kids to see this as soon as as soon as that is the the level of violence is acceptable exactly, to you because the yeah. story is so inspirational. It's no worse than a gladiator as a matter of, as a matter of fact I think it's less violence probably or more less gore I would say mm-hmm. than glad there's a couple moments of cringiness but um I definitely I don't, yeah, I don't think it's particularly graphic mm-hmm. it's just but it's violent if you can make that distinction um but I had the same thought like at what age can I start recommending bring your daughters to see this movie yes. and bring your sons to see this movie so they know right. <laughs> they know it's not just them <laughs> that are going to go on and run and jump yeah no I agree I think this is going to be and here's the thing that's I'm mad ahead of time nothing has happened but I'm already mad when the Oscars come around Gladiator Braveheart they got their they got their recognition. I'm, I don't know if they won, but there's definitely awards given in different mm-hmm. categories. This 100% deserves that. If it isn't represented. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got a while. And that sometimes is the problem. When you get too far away from the Oscars, they forget about you when the time comes around. Well, it did do more at the box office than they anticipated. I yeah. think a 19 million opening weekend, which is really good more than they had anticipated. Like right. 12 million maybe was the top. So okay. hopefully that's just the beginning. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm, I know that probably has a little bit to do with Oscars sometimes just to keep people top of mind if you start breaking box yeah, office records. Exactly. Yeah. So let's hope. Mm, fingers crossed. Yes. Uh, do I have anything else? I think that is everything that I had written down that I wanted to say other than definitely check this out. I think it's great. One of my favorites of the year. It's hard not to gush about the stuff you loved without giving anything away. And I don't want to give anything know, else away. I know. We always have the spoiler dish, but I don't think we need to do it for this one. I think you just need to go out and see it. Spoiler dish. Spoiler <laughs> dish. We'll wait for that. But now we're going to get to a fun part. We're going to talk about what else have we been watching? Woo-woo. Who should go first? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Did I talk about reservation dogs last time? No, but I did with with Dwellifant. With Dwellifant. But I didn't with you. 
But I love that so many people are recommending this. Oh my gosh, it might be one of the best written shows. And I know it's not cinema in a theater or film, but it is so up there as far as quality goes. That Reservation Dogs, all the thumbs up. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. I do want to see it. I saw the first episode and I really liked it. It was very Mm -hmm. funny. There There was some really funny bits and I liked the characters. So I was really excited to see more. It's one of those things where like, oh, I moved on to other things and I keep forgetting to go back. It's my TV watching has been um, ridiculous lately. I, I've been trying to cut down because I have all these <laughs> things I want to do, and I realize I just space out in front of the TV. But I recently, uh, some somebody I talked to was just gushing about New Girl, <laughs> <laughs> which I have seen all the way through. It's worth it. And it's yet, worth the second I watch. just started watching it all again. So, you know, you have those those shows you watch just while you're eating. Yep. But then while you're eating, turns into the rest of the day. Yep. You know, I can walk in and out of the room. I can do things, mm-hmm. but it's just on. It's so genuinely funny. I think I find it funnier every time I watch it. Who's that girl? <laughs> it's Jess. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, yeah, I go back and forth because my fiance does not like the character of Jess. Mm. She likes everybody but her. Oh. And I, she says it every time she says a line. Oh. Just, I don't like her. I go, I know you don't. But let's just watch the show. I wonder what episode that could change. <laughs> yeah, I know. What season? Well, occasionally she will met. She goes, okay, that was funny. And that, she goes, but that was the writers. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't make that caveat for other. Dang. <laughs> I like to talk about all my arguments with you know, my fiance on the show. You know what show I started watching again as I fall asleep and it does not hold up. In fact, I stopped because it's oh, kind of gross. Yeah. Scrubs. Really? I love Scrubs. Uh, I know it's kind of supposed to be a ironic sort of humor. Maybe. I don't know. It's yeah. a it's a little misogynistic. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of misogynistic, actually. I like Zach Braff, and but a, mm, I really? don't know. So that's interesting because I was thinking about that show because of New Girl because it's kind of a similar sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I think Scrubs is a little sillier. Yeah. But they're both, they have a nice silly sense of humor. It's silly in a way in 2022 makes me uncomfortable I know. Now. That's going to say I haven't seen it in years, though. So I, I wonder... Oh, that's interesting. Mm. It kind of makes me want like a dip in just to see. Do it. Yeah. But Do then it. I'll dip right back out. So what film did you see? <laughs> yeah, dip out as soon as soon. I guarantee you won't be able to get through one episode without being like, ooh. <laughs> oh, that's ooh. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I almost don't like revisiting movies I liked when I was a kid mm-hmm. because I'm like, I just want to remember the good feeling. I, if I don't remember the bad thing that happened in that movie, then that's great because then I can, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't absorb it. Speaking about but, revisiting a yeah. movie from when we were a kid, yeah. next week's episode is going to be all about oh, that. Yeah, that's right. You want to talk about what we're going to do next week? Uh, sneak peek? Should we say? Yeah. The boy, the puppet boy the who puppet wanted boy. to be real. The puppet boy. <laughs> the puppet Let's not boy. say the name of the... Yeah. He's made of pine. That's true. And he is a boy. And sometimes that is, he tells a fib. Sometimes he fel- tells a fib. And then feel, and then gets weird. Then get, everything gets weird. <laughs> And has a cricket as a conscience. I think you guys know where we're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for next week. I think that's good. Yeah, it feels good. This is good stuff. All right. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Cinnabuds is produced by Nate Imig. Nate. Welcome and thank you. And Cinnabuds theme song is by Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. That's right. It sounds just like that. We also get support from our members, both from Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Thank you all so much. 
please like, share, and subscribe uh, to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts to listen to our whole back catalog. Make a weekend of it. And finally, follow at Cinebuzz Podcast on Instagram. Welcome Dory Zori forever. I'm so excited. I hope that doesn't make our subscribers drop. <laughs> no, it's only going to go through the roof. Yay. Well, we'll see you next week. That's right. Bye-bye.